Hey, all of you out in podcast land, welcome to the Harsh Realities Podcast. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate the time to bend your ear. This podcast is going to be a little bit of a departure from what I've been doing the last couple of times. I can't get away from the news of the truckers in our country of Canada protesting that they are. It's riveting, fascinating, exhilarating. As a child, I formed a strong bond with the country in which I lived. I grew up free and independent, not just because that's the way my parents raised my brothers and I, but because it was the country in which I lived. We valued freedom and the individual, their capacity to grow and develop and contribute positively. And that was the very thing that was nurtured in all of us. We lived in that freedom. All of my patriotism seemed to be slipping away into the gaping chasm of shock, disappointment, as one by one the values that we held dear were being eroded, removed, undermined. I'd lost my sense of justified pride in the country of my birth, and we were once the envy of the world for being civil and decent people, freedom-loving people. We even fought for others' freedoms in the world. COVID seems to have given license to government for their overreach to take all that from us and conditionally give it back to some. The truth of it is even worse than that. These freedoms have been in jeopardy for quite some time. Well, as of this week, all of my patriotism is back. I've seen hundreds, then thousands, and then tens of thousands of people gather along the road in the middle of a Canadian prairie winter. It's a deep freeze out there, and aside from the flags and signs with offensive language on them being a bit of an issue for me, which I'll get back to later, I've seen faces, yes, faces of people smiling from ear to ear, cheering and singing, excited and exuberant despite the fact that they must have been freezing their patooties off. Winter pig is in the news. A trucker protest was planned for a day when the wind chill factor will make the temps feel like minus 40. If there are any kind of protesters out in that kind of weather, not only are they dedicated but have to be hardcore Canadian through and through. The videos of the pickup hockey game will ensue. For every planned way to support this convoy and carry through with getting the voice of the Canadian people directly to Ottawa, our government on all levels have undertaken every dirty trick and tactic in the dirty pool playbook. There are verified reports of 57,600 plus trucks in Ottawa and only a few hundred were allowed near the Parliament buildings. The streets have been blocked off, the police are restricting or prohibiting movement in the core of the city and, and by the Parliament, and yet not a single news source that I have been able to see up until now is stating the obvious truth, that even this is a breach of our fundamental right of assembly, our fundamental right to protest, of our fundamental right to free speech, 
our fundamental right of mobility to freely move about the country we call ours, it's utterly disappointing to me to know that our freedoms so solidly instantiated in our charter are so quickly dismissed and trodden under as nothing more than a quaint idea. There was a reason that those rights were put in there in the first place. They're based on the most fundamental of truths and values, that every human being is of infinite worth and needs to be treated in that manner. It's how our charter begins in the opening preamble. Take a look for yourself. Our current situation is that some of the roughest, most underappreciated element of our society have been handed the torch of our moral conscience on these matters. It is not wrong in my mind that they are doing this, but I question why every single one of us is not doing the exact same thing. To return to the issue of the flags and offensive language, they drive around with decals and flags and banners on their rigs that say F. Trudeau on them. This type of character is the torchbearer of our collective conscience, and it bothers you that someone so vile and crude could hold that position. All I have to ask is, if you consider yourself better than that, where the F are you? Have you crawled into the same hole our Prime Minister has gone to hide in because you somehow suspect the jig is up? Will you barricade yourself in the tower of privilege that you've built for yourself? You seem to think that because the government has handed you back some of the freedom that was never theirs to take in the first place, that it puts you in a category of righteousness? There are citizens of this great nation that have been cast into a lower level than others because they hold to the values that our nation has made the core of its law, and you have turned over the defense of that law to one of the least respected groups in the country because they are the only ones with the resolve to defend it. For two years, we've sent this lower class of worker out into the fray, filling shelves for our stores and bringing food to the grocer for your table. They've kept your life going from day to day with all that you needed, but now you're going to ignore them when they say you've taken away their freedoms? The hand that feeds you is never one to be too quick to bite. But it's worse than that. A quaint little proverbial saying is not enough to express the act of contempt which our government and indeed those that they that think that they are above the stature of a mere trucker are perpetrating. These folks are the backbone of the nation. Too bad that when you bend that backbone the wrong way, it resists and stands up straight to put you back in order. I saw a sign the other day. It said, I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Thank God for a working backbone, a hard-working backbone, that's the strength to the rest of the body. So many people are responding to this movement. I see the potential for retribution rising. Those who were once very vocal about how ignorant and backwards those who didn't uh, follow the science are, are now seemingly waiting in the shadows 
for their opportunity to return and enact retribution against those who have desecrated closely held beliefs. COVID's brought out passions all right. Passions that could still ignite something worse than a giant frozen street party protest. I've been inviting others for quite some time already to have discussions with me. To have discussions with anybody that they don't agree with. I don't think that any of this is going to be easy. I don't think that the words on either side will always stay nice. How can they? It's a raw nerve that has been exposed almost completely by this entire mess. And I know that there are days when I have no toleration of the blindness and willful ignorance of some folks out there who are actually believing the mainstream media who would make an absolute mountain range out of a little molehill or a handful of agitators detracting from the main intent of this protest with their flags of ill repute, Ill repute. but they won't give two seconds to actually think about the actual issues that are a part of this protest. These seem to be the same folks who want to willfully and blindly forget that our Prime Minister has committed some of the most egregious acts of the same kind he accuses anyone who disagrees with him of. And so, how about we start with truth, honesty, and maybe that will lead to charity and openness. If we're unable to do this now, I fear for what we will have to go through to bring us together in the future. And for God's sake, if you have just an ounce of bravery, contact me and set up an opportunity to talk directly to me so I don't have to talk to myself like this. We owe it to each other to try to be fellow Canadians. This is Darcy signing out on Harsh Realities Podcast. Help me out by hitting the like and subscribe and notification buttons. I'd love very much to keep connected. There's always a fire here that we can sit at. And thanks for your time.